Craig Council was introduced as the Cubs manager on Monday, and it was glorious. We talk about it now. You are Locked On Cubs, your daily Chicago Cubs podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Craig Council, Locked On Cubs, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, alongside Sam Olber. I'm Matt Cozy. Please support the show by following on your preferred audio platform. You can watch, subscribe, and leave a comment on YouTube. Thanks so much for making us your first listen. Sam and I are lifelong fans, taking our passion into a discussion with you on all things Cubs. Today's Tuesday episode is presented by FanDuel. Make every moment more with FanDuel. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to get started. Craig Council was introduced Monday morning as the new Cubs manager. Council arrives on the north side after nine seasons with the Brewers. Talked about walking into Wrigley Field, already knowing it demands your best. Talked about a new challenge and needing to push himself. Admitted to being a little scared and uh, some discomfort, but but also knowing that that's why he made the right decision. We're going to get into some quotes, some things of what we're excited about. Sam, his counsel, he looked good in, in Cubs blue and red. Yeah, I think, you know, I don't. This is going to be one of my, you know, spoiler alert on this Tuesday. It's going to be kind of one of my weaker programs because oh my gosh. I just I don't know like I saw a lot of people like Paul Sullivan I think on the trib was just said something like hey if there are any doubts about Craig Council or if the Cubs made the right decision those questions or doubts have been answered and and my response is like who who has doubt? What doubts were there? Yeah. Come so on, I, man. I didn't and, more- and, and why why is the Sun Times? I know we're not even three minutes in, but why is the Sun Times trying to kick Council's tires? What do you mean? Oh well, he, uh, the Sun Times got on the oh well the Cubs aren't about family train. Ah, uh, and, and they're pushing please. this narrative uh, about well what has he done in the postseason? Stop. Well, what has Ross done in the postseason? Stop it. Well, he hasn't been there. So, um, we had his players. They both have rings. I. I didn't really learn much from this press conference that I didn't already know. Uh, I think it was a nice preview for for the non-council people or, or or just the Ross people. It's just it's a different type of vibe, right? It's not it really like is, yeah. it's not a Rossy friends with everybody, great personality, nice guy vibe. That that isn't what Craig Council is here to do. Uh, Craig Council is here to do one thing, right? And that's win, uh, win regular season games, win divisions, win NLDSs, win NLCSs, and eventually win a world series trophy. He's not, it's not even like Joe Madden, you know, Joe Madden was here to win, but Joe Madden had that cool vibe, right? He had that, that vibe, you know, the relax and the, the costumes and all that stuff. That's just not who Craig council is. It's business that, that Craig council is here for business. Uh, to, to challenge himself. I thought it was, I really did. And I know you're probably a little lesser on this train. I did appreciate the, the change quote 
just because I always think it's nice when, when advanced people, you know, somebody who's in advanced in their field and, you know, making a lot of money, 40 million to the exact total, you know, says something like, Hey, like I'm up here and I'm scared and I'm up here and I'm nervous um, because of change and change does that to you. Right. But that's kind of how I know I made the right decision. And that's why I made the decision. And it's always, you know, I I always like when we could relate to, to these guys and that's a, that's a big thing. And it was a big decision. My, before we get into quotes, I guess my big takeaway, Matt, is that to him, this is an upgrade. Like that's what I got out of it. Like he, he's making an upward movement, which he is. And he is now ready instead of being the, 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 the little engine that could on Milwaukee, he's ready to move to a big franchise, a big organization just down the road and, and go after championships. And, and that's, that's the decision that he made. And I think that's what in, in all his words, he was, he was telling us uh, on Monday. Absolutely. It's good to know that he knows it's an upgrade nope. and it was good to see the seriousness in which he conducted himself. Yep. Serious. I thought a big piece of evidence for that actually, Sam, yeah. and I wonder if we're going to be perhaps one of the only programs that catches this is that he is taking his time to reach out to players and getting a coaching staff together has not really been a priority for him. Yeah. He is still doing his homework on the Cubs. And let's face it, there there's homework to do. And by by working through the player convo slowly, I believe as a fan and as a podcaster and as a former coach that he is trying to get a full picture of the baseball side of it. What happened on the field in 2023 and what happened in the last, say, 20 to 30 ball games? Right. Because that can't happen again. What's the clubhouse like? How do the players conduct themselves? You know, spending more time on the phone with Swanson and Gomes and Steele and Hendricks. And 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 not having to spend any time on the phone with Stroman the core of the team that's in place that was a linchpin in some sense for him to come here because he talked about the organization being in great health. And I have a 30 second clip of that. Right From here. a baseball standpoint, you know, I think I saw quickly that like the organization is, is just in great health and like that Jed presented a very compelling vision of that. Um, it is time to be a cub, right? There is there is momentum happening here, um, and it feels close, and, and that means there's a really exciting future ahead of us. Um, and now it's my job to to be part of taking us to taking us to the next level, and that's the plan. Goosebumps, Mateo. Goosebumps. It's phenomenal. You don't really look like you got too tan from Arizona. I was only there a couple days. Right. <laughs> speaking and of I not, did... speaking of not Dan councils. Uh, <laughs> he's been in the Midwest a lot. Yeah, he's, he's he got likes my, the Midwest. He's got my skin tone. But that clip is is terrific. And of course, my my question is: Well, what what vision did Jed lay out 
But the truth is, is that there is a core in place. The Horners, Swanson, Gomes, Hap, Suzuki, Steele, Hendricks, Tyone. Sure. Number one farm system, according to fan graphs, with, with many names on the way or assets to be dealt for, for proven major league talent. Um, but But the fact that he sees momentum, he sees that they're close to – competing at a higher level, I do think that's encouraging for the for this little homework that he's already done. Matt, you know this stuff better than I do. Do the there Cubs have one of those happening here? <laughs> oh gosh. Do the Cubs have one of those corny hashtag slogans yet for 2024? No, that doesn't usually that's probably like a February thing. Can I make a suggestion? There is momentum happening here. Go ahead. Can I make a suggestion, please? Yeah. You know, so in the past, what has it been? Um, we are good. Um, oh. that's, that's Cub. It starts here. Next starts here. Next starts here. It's different. Can, right. can, I, can, I, can, I, can I make a suggestion based on what I heard today from our new skipper? Well, that, that'd be great. Hashtag, we are serious. Wow. Yeah. Or what about just serious? Whatever. Okay. 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 Have the word serious in there, okay? Yeah, no, that's a big thing, I think. T- tell the marketing people that, right? Because that, to me... All right, I'll give them a call. To me, that's... It's just... And again, I, I guess they... That was my biggest takeaway, the seriousness. It was. And I, and I guess you, they won't ever be able to do that because then it's this insinuation that Ross wasn't serious. But I, I, I don't feel like him as our skipper was that serious. You know, it was just, it was, everything was just happy-go-lucky with Rossi. You know, I, it was just, <laughs> this is, this is serious, you know, and, you know, him being, talking about the Cubs being close, I feel the same way. Yeah, and, totally. And, that, and that's before, and I thought I did, you know, I'd like to pat myself on the shoulder, a nice job Monday, kind of. Uh, uh, asking our listeners what a good off season yeah, looks what's, like. What's in store for the off season? Yeah, and what's in right. store? And that's before we've even. I haven't checked the numbers on that puppy yet. But uh, I, I, I would like to. A lot of comments. I will say that. I, I think that, you know, even before we dive into that and and do get our first couple transactions, it just feels serious. Well, and it's clear that they're serious about the approach to the off season, Sam. I, I liked how you laid it out, just as you did with your wish list prior to even council being hired. But I, I think that's a, a clear takeaway from this as well, from the little that Hoyer did speak, uh, from council's opening statement, and then in the Q and A with the media. You know, it's clear that they have a vision for this market, whether it's trade or free agents. And by the way, that council's going to be involved, which I think is is unique to the process that they would trust him. Well, guess gotta, what? They should. They should no, trust him. No, and he's been very involved with, you know, player development and analytics. Like, I I, I think right. he will help Jed Hoyer. And the Cubs lost some guys. And I, I think Craig Council is a pretty good idea how to identify a a project and turn him in. Remember, Corbin Burns. Like, Corbin Burns was a nothing when he got to Milwaukee. I believe in yeah. 2018, he was – or set one of the years, his first year, he was the worst pitcher – in the league. Wow. Like he, he has, they have the ability, the Brewers as an organization have taken something small and made it big. And Craig council has been a part of that. And he's going to do that here on uh, Clark and Addison 
uh, starting in late March. And, and, and on Sunday, that'll be a Sunday night baseball game uh, in uh, Arlington, Texas. Yeah, I saw that broke uh, on Monday as well. So Cubs Rangers opener will be ESPN's first game. Uh, I believe on opening day. Is it opening day or is it? The I think it's. The, I Sunday? think it's that Sunday. Okay. So I think they open on. Later. Yeah, I think they open the twenty sixth, and then the twenty eighth is the game. I'm not sure. Well, twenty eighth is the opener, fam. I, I have that day. I've had that date for a while now. Oh, I, I think the twenty eighth on ESPN. March twenty eighth, twenty twenty four. Oh, so it's probably it's probably just called Sunday Night Baseball, but it's, but a, it's a night, night game on a Thursday. Yeah, yeah, like like what the Sox did in Houston this year. All right, very good. Oh, the Sox were the opener this past year. Yeah, wow. and they won. And they won. ESPN got that wrong. Well, so <laughs> let's talk about what I'm calling game factor. Up next, we had Ross. Now we have Council. We could talk about clubhouse. We could talk about personality. We could talk about comfort level, and we have. But at the end of the day, it comes down to being serious about the win-loss record. And we explore that coming up next. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Score early this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets. With any winning $5 money line bet, it's $150 if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, overs, unders, and more. Bears, Bulls, and Blackhawks are all in season right now, so get in on the action at kickoff, tip-off, or puck drop. But I do want to say it was an abomination that anybody would – take positives from what this past Thursday's Bears victory. That was one of the worst games I have ever seen. And, of course, the Bears, with that win, did nothing for this line coming up against Detroit, which is a a big spread, as it should be. Doesn't matter if Justin Fields is coming back. Can I guess it? Can I can I guess that spread or is it up? Is it not up yet? It has to be up. Oh, it's it's up. Let me yeah, you could guess it. Let me just get it here. Okay, cool. Let's just, you know, it's part of the ad. I'd like to guess it. I'm going to say absolutely. The, I'd say the Detroit Lions are going to be favored. It, that game's in Detroit, correct? Yes, in the Motor City, uh, a, a much improved town. I just had my cousin visit there. Go uh, we're going to go nine and a half, Detroit. Go ahead. What did you? What was your guess? I, I just said it. Uh, nine, Detroit by nine and a half. Oh, you you froze there for a second. Oh, I'm sorry. Nine and a half. The spread is ten. Oh, I was over. Visit fanduel.com slash locked on. FanDuel, official partner of the Locked On Podcast Network. Give me Detroit a point. Oh, kind of scary there. You froze, then you reloaded. So that was probably just on my end, not the raw feed. Yeah, no, probably not. I said nine and a half, and it was 10 if you didn't hear that. Craig Councils, the new Cubs <laughs> manager. David Ross is the old manager. We're going to discuss what I'm calling game factor right now. Sam. The Brewers with Craig Council. Let me just give you, how about through 2018, when really this franchise pivoted? Wouldn't you say the Brewers? Oh, for sure. Pythag record. We've talked about it on the show before. That's based on run differential, but really it is expected record, expected win-loss record. Yep. The Brewers' difference in actual wins. Victories that happened in real life compared to the PIFAC record is incredible. Yeah. 2018 plus five. Again, 
That's that five, five more wins, wins in real life yeah. than they had based on what they should have had. Yep. Plus five. Keep going. 2019 plus nine. Are you kidding me? That's a huge number. Nine games? 2020 is shortened season plus one. 2021 plus three. 2022 plus one, 2023 plus three. How about the Cubs in 2023? Minus seven. <laughs> do you do you see the clear difference out there? Well, it's, yeah, it's it's night and day. And, and I've you know I I've been preaching that clear. That's difference. assessment right there. I've been I, that's I've evaluation. Been, and I've been preaching that clear difference since Jimmy Carter. You know what I mean? Not the greatest, <laughs> not the greatest run, but um, yeah, it's obvious. It's obvious. It's been obvious. It'll continue. I to had be to remind. Obvious. I had to remind everybody. No, no, no. I that's really. It was really good. And, and we um, missed this quote last week at the GM meeting. Sam Jed Hoyer said, "Quote: The Cubs left wins on the table." Well, did you see that? Every he day, went public. He said I, they left wins on the table. Did I see it? I lived it for six months. I know, I know, but he acknowledged 160, it publicly. 162 days, games, about three hours a game. You do the math. That's how much time I spend watching wins get left on the table. My table was full. Uh, I, I couldn't even clean it. There were right, so many right. wins left. All right, I had enough food on the table, you know, to for feed a small, to feed it, no, to feed a small village. So, yeah, no, there were wins on the table. I didn't need Jed to tell me that. Okay, well. You know, all right, well, fair enough. That was a 90-win team, and we won 83 ball game. That's right. So uh, Is that all council? No. No. no the Brewers no. org. But with, the, with our eyes and with the data, it's a clear upgrade. We have a lot to look forward to as Cubs fans. There is momentum happening here. And Matt, let me tell you something. I think that it is going to get interesting. And I said this, and look, I could be proven wrong. Lord knows I've been wrong on this show more times than one. Shout out to Tucker Barnhart. Um, I did not think, and I will continue not to think, that it's realistic for David Ross to even come close to being a manager somewhere else this year. Well, it doesn't look like that. Yeah, but I, I've thought that since day one. And then, you know, we, we actually spent like three minutes on this show talking about some places he's rumored. He got offered the Yankee bench coach job. Yeah, that was that was the report. Right. And he so, declined it. And, and fine. Um, the point I'm trying to make is, is that that's also a little bit of proof in the pudding, right? You know. Maybe, listen, maybe he wakes up and he gets a job. I don't know, but I would be pretty surprised. It just, look, if you're not on the the, the council train at this point, you know, the train's, the train, the train's leaving. The train's leaving. Train's and leaving. I'm really curious to see, does council bring over McKibben, the pitching coach, yeah. and uh, Murphy, the bench coach? This must be a really difficult and interesting time for the Cubs' current staff members. Like, like yes. a guy like you know, because like you, you can make the case. I'm I'm not a huge fan of it. That like Hadovy's done a nice job. I'm not really, you know, like like so. Where does he stand? It'd be really interesting to see what he does. But you know, there's going to be a ton of thought invested in it. Absolutely, absolutely. So it was exciting to see Council get introduced on Monday. We'll talk more about him as the week rolls along. 
uh, especially considering who who it really it seems crystal clear to me who the number one target for the Cubs is, and uh, we'll continue to break down maybe how that pairs with is that we field with Council and more. Is that and just just so so we don't over tease? Is that some sort of left-handed bat that also has the ability to pitch when he's healthy? Yes. Okay. That's clearly who they want. They're ready to do that. Oh, wow. And I All think right. he's ready to, to go to Chicago as well. Oh, boy. Well, then we John better... Morosi with the report Monday. Geography. Geography, not much of a factor as we thought for the Japanese uh, left-handed hitter and right-handed pitcher. Yeah, and I talked about that on the Otani show. I thought it was a huge part of it. So um, yeah. check mark for me. Minus. Check minus. Tuesday is the roster deadline for the Rule 5 draft. Let's bring everybody up to speed next. We're back here on Locked On Cubs. Roster deadlines start, uh, well, they started last week, but now they're kicking into gear once again as Tuesday is the roster deadline for the Rule 5 draft, which will actually take place December 6th. There are many minor leaguers who have not protected on a team's 40-man roster will be eligible to be selected by another team during the Rule 5 draft. The twist in this process is that the player who was selected must be on the active major league roster, excluding an injury list, of course, uh, for the entire year. So the three names that keep popping up most that we want to inform you about are catcher Pablo Aliendo, pitcher Michael Arias, and pitcher Cole Franklin, who Bryce from Iowa once said, when I opened this show in our run with a mustache, said that I looked like. So those are the three names. Uh, there's other candidates as well, uh, but those are the three that are popping up. So Aliendo is a catcher, and Arias and Franklin are both pitchers, Sam. And uh, we'll see if who's protected or added to the 40-man Tuesday. And then the non-tender deadline, which we'll talk about for Friday's episode, uh, is on Friday. And I do think the Cubs have candidates there as well. Anything uh, to add or ask me with that? Because I, I think that was more of like an infor- information segment, right? I have absolutely no comment. Okay, fantastic. So I have my spreadsheets ready with the 40-man. Right now, the, the 40-man is at 37, Sam. Uh, so there is room for a free agent. There is room for a trade. And also, by the way, speaking of trade, as I hit my mic, like I've <laughs> never done this before. Well, you had a great I, week, man. I do think James Triantos. Oh. What who you mean? discussed for Monday, I think he could be sent out for Soto or Alonzo. I really do. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, he's a he's a, a legit prospect. I just want to say, um, you know, on air live that, you know, well, y- you and Ty and, and your significant others took a, a nice picture together <laughs> Friday night. Uh, you didn't do what I asked you to do. You're supposed to tell me to Venmo you the bill because I owe Ty a meal. Uh, oh, that's right. You, you forgot again, so I still owe this guy. He's gonna be sending people up to my place. <laughs> uh, you know, he probably doesn't even think I'm good for it. And everybody, everybody keeps, you know, hey, when'd you get Thai? Thai dinner? Thai this? You know? Oh, stop it! And you know, some people are knocking on my door at two in the morning. Uh, but you know, you guys look great. <laughs> I was envious that I wasn't able to attend, but uh, it was a great event. We make it up for it this Saturday, dude. Yeah, absolutely. Good times in Arizona. Illinois, Iowa. I went to Sloan Park Saturday. It was magnificent. Really? State-of-the-art facility. Wait a minute. Um, what Wait. What, what the Ricketts have done in Arizona is incredible. Do I even exist? I mean, does anybody even value me? 
I mean, oh, I value highly. Well, well I actually okay. got. You want me We've to been say doing something? a show for 25 years, and you don't even tell me that you went to go visit Sloan Park. Who'd you go with? Your father? Yeah, and Kira. And how and and how is that? Like, what what did you have? Like a like a like a season VIP pass? Well, that should have been a segment, I guess. We could have talked about it. Yeah, I didn't even I didn't know that. I didn't even maybe I'd get like a picture. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I didn't send any pictures. Like, I, I'll I'll send one to myself and put it on the air for Wednesday. Wait, but, but were you so? How did they just let you in? Why well, I, I wasn't let in. I I was around the print. Oh, the you just did like a tour. Yeah, I did a self guided tour. Actually, oh. my dad gave us a tour. He's been there a few times. Right, but it's great, and the Wrigley influence on it's you know very apparent. It's very tasteful, very thoughtful. It's a great facility there, mm-hmm. and just phenomenal weather in Arizona. I've never been. No, I know you like Arizona, so that's great stuff. Yeah, um, it was good. So I'm not I, sure what I, we were talking about before that, uh, but uh, well, no, we were talking about you know you had. A oh, night- I'd like to yeah. say publicly that I haven't told you privately yet. Speaking oh. of valuing you, what else? I got scared today. I didn't hear from you. I didn't see any tweets, and I I want to tell you that for 45 minutes, yeah. I let myself be scared. All right. Well, a I appreciate it. Okay, and I'm serious. Uh, by the B, way, yeah, no, no, I. Listen, there was a time there was a time this year when Talkman robbed a homer oh, yeah. uh, when the game and you didn't even answer me. So I had to I had to Facebook oh, message right. I had to Facebook message Kira and make sure that you were around. So I was at a movie with Kaz. Yeah, you just and, randomly and went to a movie. Oh, wasn't that good. By in the, way. the middle of a pennant ray. So yeah, no, I had a lot going on. To, I had a lot going on today, and so I, I apologize okay. that it took me a few minutes to get back to you and uh, you know, I'll make sure it won't happen again. Well, no, I don't mean it like that. I no, uh, you know, no, I'm, I, I, I appreciate your care for me, and no, I, I didn't even listen to the. I mean, I, I didn't get a chance to listen to the council thing until about 25 minutes before we went on. Right, 30 minutes before we went on. So, thank you so much for checking out this edition of Locked On Cubs. It was a packed one with some uh, shenanigans at the end. There, you give us 20 <laughs> to 30 minutes, we'll give you all things. Not Cubs. shenanigans. It's part of the program. With a laugh or two along the way. Yeah, a laugh or two. Yeah. Just like we said. My legs are tight. Be sure and subscribe on YouTube. <laughs> I'm sorry. And smash the like button for the algorithm. <laughs> Why'd you do that, man? You I'm know, sorry. I'm, I'm up, stiff. Well, one of the bits of this show is you sneak in stuff during the close. Yeah, I credits. shouldn't do that. No, it's it's uh, I might get let go. Do what you want. Yeah. Shout out to the audio peeps on Apple, Spotify, Sirius XM. He's Sam Olber. I'm Matt Cozy. This is Locked on Cubs. Go Cubbies! There is momentum happening here. 